So I, uh, I've been talking ever since the Lions lost that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. I'm going to watch it. But there has been a disturbing trend that I've noticed around this building, that I've noticed with other people. And I, I do want to talk a, a little bit about it later today, about the Super Bowl and viewership. Because I, I have a very hard time believing people who told me the things that they were telling me today. I have a hard time believing it. We'll get to it later on in the show. But I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl. And I get it. Lions were close right there. And at the end of the day, they didn't make it. But I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. It's just, it's going to happen. But the, with the Lions not being in it, does that curtail some viewership? We'll, 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 we'll get into it. Um, so there's a lot to do today. And I, I want to start with this notion that those in the Arab community, or at least some in the Arab community, are, are correlating their support for Joe Biden, who's in town today, by the way, meeting with the UAW, who's correlating the president and their votes to his, I, I suppose, inaction with what's happening between Israel and Hamas and the Gaza Strip. There are a number of outspoken leaders and activists in the community, particularly here in Michigan. I mean, look, we have a a, a very robust uh, Arab-American Muslim population, and and there are those in the community that are saying, um, because Joe Biden isn't calling for a ceasefire, because he is standing with the oppressor being Israel, because he is standing with that side, then we will not be voting for him again. And I thought uh, Craig Mauger and Grant Schwab and Melissa Ann Burke in the Detroit News did a nice job on this piece today where those that maybe voted for him in the past aren't voting for him again. Well, the president today signed an executive order allowing the United States to impose new sanction on Israeli senators, uh, settlers and potentially Israeli politicians and government officials involved in violent attacks against Palestinians. That's from Axios. It is quite a, a drastic and, and unprecedented step for the president to sign an executive order in response to attacks by Israelis on Palestinians in the West Bank or in Gaza. Uh, according to the U.N. humanitarian offices, there have been nearly 500 Israeli settler attacks on Palestinians since October 7th. And those in the community here are saying, we're, we're, not, we're not on board. We're not on board with this president. And, and the president took some sort of action today. Now, I, my guess, and we, we, we've reached out to a few people to try to gain some clarity on on their thoughts, their feelings. And my guess, just from the outside, this is, this is not enough. This wouldn't be enough. This isn't directly standing with Palestinians. This isn't directly taking aim at Israel. And so it's, it's not good enough. So while I think the president can use this as, uh, a talking point as a political talking point. This isn't, I don't think in at least the eyes of the people that aren't going to vote for 
Joe Biden because of his actions against Israel. This to me is it's watered down political garbage. There isn't really any action here, but he can point to it and say, well, I did this. Um, and, and I think that is an interesting point as we, as we uh, again, really get in here to the election cycle. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin today saying that his recent cancer diagnosis was a gut punch and that he should have handled the situation differently as it pertains to informing the president of what was happening. Um, he said, I want to be crystal clear. We did not handle this right. I did not handle this right. I should have told the president about my cancer diagnosis. I should have told my team and the American public, and I take full responsibility. I apologize to my teammates and the American people. Um, again, I, I don't know that anybody necessarily uh, uh, wishes ill on Lloyd Austin. I mean, that's nonsense. But for a person who has such an important job in a presidential cabinet, um, you just can't leave your post and not tell anybody why. And, you know, if you're, you're getting medical attention and, and you're not, you're not in a, in a place or state to be advising the, the leader of the free world on important matters. I, that's, that's a, a problem. So uh, a little bit of accountability, certainly from Lloyd Austin, but uh, again, I'm not sure it's enough. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley saying that Texas can succeed from the United States. She says it's their decision to make. She told the Breakfast Club podcast, Charlemagne the God uh, asked the question, um, could Texas try to secede over, over the border issue? And she said, I believe in states' rights. I believe that everything could be as close to people, uh, that should everything should be as close to people to make that decision. Um, although the, the problem is, is it's not quite accurate. Uh, The Texas Tribune wrote, even before Texas formally rejoined the nation, the U.S. Supreme Court declared that secession had never been legal and that even during the rebellion, Texas continued to be a state. So Texas does have the ability to to branch off into different states, but I don't think they're going anywhere. Uh, Meanwhile, it was a frightening scene, an active shooter drill at a local psychiatric hospital. Turns out no one inside the facility was told ahead of time that this was a drill. Now those who are who were, I mean, scared to death, frightened because of the chaos that ensued during that drill have reached a settlement in a lawsuit that was filed. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne joins us with those details. Hi, Marie. Hi, Chris. You might remember this drill took place a few days before Christmas back in 2022. Residents, employees, and visitors at the Hawthorne Center were terrified as they watched this active shooter drill unfold before them. Nobody knew it was a drill. They, and this includes the police who responded with guns drawn, thought there was actually an active shooter in this building. There were hushed 911 calls. There were frantic texts to loved ones from those who were inside the center, employees gathering kids and then barricading them into safe spaces. It was all a drill. It was not real. Employees and parents of the kids at the center have reached an agreement with the Michigan Health Department for $13 million. 2.9 will be allocated for the 50 patients, about 5.8 for the employees at the Hawthorne Center. So what do we know about what happened that day? Well, after an investigation, the Michigan Attorney General's office found no criminal violations. A separate internal review last year concluded that no policies 
or work rules were violated. The center's safety director decided to conduct this exercise. He discussed it with the safety committee at the facility the day before. Then he contacted the center's directed director to tell her there would be a drill that day. And he got a thumbs up and a text message from that director. Employees later said that they were subjected to backlash uh, because of how they responded to this drill. They responded with fear, actually. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services issued an apology. It said it's in the best interest of the staff and the patients to settle this. By the way, Chris, the Hawthorne Center in Northfield Township will be replaced with a new psychiatric facility, which is being built by the state. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's pretty important that if you're conducting any sort of drill, it's just a heads up. I mean, that's the reality, Yeah, especially when you're dealing with, 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 um, you know, those types of conditions, those, Fragile those patients. population, I absolutely. think it's very important mm-hmm. that, that you just give people a heads up. And you treat it as seriously as as needed, but it is just a heads up would would probably go a long way in those situations. Well, we you know, we know that other facilities, medical facilities, office buildings, a lot a lot of places have drills like this. They conduct them without this kind of problem. So it can be done. They are reviewing their procedures. That that has been said. They are going to review their procedures. They're just that there were no criminal violations. Yeah, good enough. Marie Osborne, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, meanwhile, coming up, speaking of, of the southern border, is there is there a situation where Michigan should send members of of our National Guard to the state of Texas to assist with border incursions? Is that something you'd be in favor for? We're talking about it next on JR Afternoon.